Hi, I'm Marissa, and welcome to What Spirit Says. It's time to shine your light. Hi, Shining Souls. My name is Marissa, and welcome to What Spirit Says. Springtime is finally here. Happy May. I find myself growing more and more grateful each and every spring as the sun starts shining brighter again after the long, cold winter months. I hope you are taking some well-deserved time to find some rest and relaxation in the bright and beautiful sun. Have you ever closed your eyes and turned to look upwards towards the sun? And just let the sun rest upon your face with your eyes closed? It can feel so relaxing, warm, and comforting. In those moments, we can feel more than just the warmth of the sun. We can feel the warmth of those who are smiling from the heavens. Being able to sit or stand in the light of the sun, or just being able to be in the presence of the sun and being able to feel the warmth of the sun rest upon our soul is one of our very greatest blessings here on earth. It reminds us that being able to truly feel alive is found amongst the simplest of acts. As you listen today, try to see yourself for the way in which God sees you. What do you think that would look like? Do you have an image that comes to mind? One thing that we know for sure is that it would look a lot like love. So grab your notebook and let's talk about what spirit says. I would like to think that as time goes on, we will not find ourselves looking back and having regrets about not spending more time on the computer, watching TV, or being on our phones, existing, but find ourselves choosing to live by following through on our heart's wishes and desires to spend more time in nature with our loved ones, appreciating the foods that nourish our body and enrich our soul, and embracing the moments that make us feel connected and truly alive. I love this time of the spring right before the summer begins because it always makes me feel so excited for what's to come. When we step outside and look around and bring our attention to nature, we can not only see but feel all that is blooming to life and all that is vibrantly alive, inspiring us to feel that growing energy and emotion within our spirit and within our soul. Nature reminds us of the simple truth that all that we need here on earth to function and to survive is right here in front of us and that we can continue to help it grow for ourselves, our children, family, pets, friends, neighbors, strangers, and for the heavenly souls to come after us. God did not gift us the ability to breathe life here on earth to test us or to make us struggle and suffer or to make us feel alone. Take a deep breath and remember that you are and always will be a child of God, derived from unconditional love and pure compassion. Remind yourself that you are a sacred being and that you matter greatly to many, many souls here on earth and in the heavens. God, Jesus, the angels, all whom love and guide you will never stop speaking to you. Rainy summer days remind me of all the board games we used to play as a child. The games would live on for days, and even if the power went out, we still had to play. I guess I should have been more thankful for candles and flashlights. Much simpler times without the intensity of TV, internet, computer, phones, and digital distractions. Have you ever played the board game Life? 
I loved that game growing up and just played it recently for the first time in probably over 10 years. <laughs> and it brought me right back to my youth. Did you ever play a board game with a little child? Maybe you were the little child who, when it was your turn and you didn't know the answer, you started to look around for help and for guidance and maybe someone turned to you and whispered the answer or winked in the direction of the answer to help you. In that moment, you felt like no one else was around you and the other person and you felt elated that your search for assistance was embraced and answered. So the next time it's your turn and you are not sure of the answer again, you begin to look towards those who helped you before, signaling with a feeling that you would like the same assistance, but this time they just look at you. Now you are internalizing what is happening. Okay, maybe they won't tell me exactly this time around, but let me go back to what felt familiar and what helped last time. And you're able to connect to the answer yourself giving you the confidence for the next turn to no longer need to look around for help and that you are capable of finding the answer yourself based upon the help and guidance that was first assisted to you, but knowing that it will always be there if you truly need it or wish for it again. Then as time goes on, you become that adult or older sibling playing a board game with a child. You find yourself helping them the way you were once assisted at their age too. The cycle of loving guidance and assistance continues to live on. Throughout all the many twists and turns of life, and regardless of what age we are, we are always looking to above for guidance. It is normal, it is natural, and without the loving help, support, and guidance of one another, we simply could not live or exist. Spirit played out that scenario for me as we started playing the board game. And I couldn't help but smile because not only did it remind me of our inner youth, but the stages of growth that we go through here and experience all throughout life. And that no matter how old we reach here on this planet, the ability to help pass along loving guidance and assistance never ends as it lives on continuously here in our hearts and eternally in our souls. Sharing together the wisdom of light that resides within your heavenly souls, sweet children of God. Thank you, heavenly angels. You light our way. Do we come here to earth as babies with or without wisdom? Is wisdom something we learn and acquire over time? Of course, but think about children. Have you ever noticed just how very wise children are? How can that be? They are just a child, so innocent, with so much to learn. They have yet to experience all that life has in store for them, yet they teach us as adults so very much. From a simple, innocent, yet light-heartedness that exudes from their heart and soul. Do you have a picture of yourself from when you were a child? A physical 4x6 picture that was taken on film that had to be developed. Maybe if you don't necessarily have a physical picture, an image of a photo of yourself as a child may come to mind. Does that picture of you resemble the image of yourself as a child that lives within your heart? Give that child a hug and remind yourself, your inner child, that you never left, you only grew. And thank your little self for the beacon of light that you were and continue to be, even if you feel you got lost in between. Spirit teaches us how children are the purest form of love and only wish to share their love. Does that ever change as we grow? Spirit teaches us that wisdom is not owned, but shared. 
Wisdom is connected like a rope of eternal light amongst all of our souls. The wisdom that lives within our heart is what ignites our spirit in times of dismay or uncertainty. I hope that with each passing day, week, month, and year, that we can look back at ourselves and give ourselves a hug. Hug those parts of you in your past that you may have been embarrassed about or may have ignored because they hurt too much to face. Hug those parts of you that may have been too difficult on yourself or too judgmental. Hug those parts of you that may have hurt others because you were hurting yourself. Give yourself a hug for all the moments you have shown and freely given unconditional love and compassion and hug yourself for the inner child in you who has never left you and who has only continued to grow. As we know, the angels are such powerful light beings, but they can also show themselves to us in such gentle ways. I had recently mentioned to my husband how much I love butterflies and how every time I see a butterfly, I smile and it brings me so much joy. And I thought of a time when I was a child where I was actually scared of butterflies <laughs> and I was scared of a lot of things and insects may have been at the top of that list. So I thought about that story and started laughing at myself for how ridiculous I was to be so fearful of such a beautiful, gentle, light being. And I sort of beat myself up over it mentally in my head thinking, wow, I probably missed out on so many nice moments when butterflies were around or flew next to me. And I kept asking myself, why was I so scared? What was I really fearing? So a few hours later, we took a walk along the beach and we had decided to walk a part of the beach that happens to be particularly windy, but the sun was shining, so all was good for me. And as we were walking, I looked forward and I noticed a butterfly on the sand. It was a very small monarch butterfly and it looked like it was struggling. So I got down to look at it and one of its legs was stuck to a burr, which if you have ever stepped on one of those burrs at the beach, it is, it's not fun. <laughs> so my husband moved its leg off the burr and the butterfly flew directly onto my dress and one of its wings was struggling to open. So I started praying to the angels to help this poor little butterfly and an overwhelming feeling of emotion came over me. I was so sad this little butterfly was struggling to open its wing. I put my finger next to the butterfly on my dress and it started walking onto my hand. It sat there on my hand, which keep in mind, it was super windy, but it just didn't move. I told the butterfly to not be afraid and that it was safe and no longer tangled up and that it was okay for it to fly. A few minutes went by and the butterfly was still not moving. I looked at my husband and said, I think I should go bring the butterfly by the dune to rest. And as I turned to face the dune to start walking towards it, the butterfly started flapping both wings. It began walking all over and around my hand. I actually started to cry and without a doubt, the people who walked by us on the beach, I'm sure were thinking, what is going on there? <laughs> but the butterfly started flapping its wings and turned towards the sun jumped off my finger and started to fly. It was soaring directly upwards into the sky as if nothing had happened to it and the wind did not exist. I had never seen a butterfly in my life fly that high until we could no longer see it. It was truly an unbelievable feeling and I couldn't help but say, 
Thank you, angels. I could feel my tears connecting to that little girl in me that was so scared and so fearful. And as that butterfly flew away into the sun, which felt like it was flying into the heavens, it taught me that there is no limit to the loving support that is available to us here on earth from the light of the heavens and to no longer be afraid of the most precious and gentle light beings. The angels teach us that the earth sounds like noise and that the heavens sound like melodies, the noise of ego and the melodies of soul. Although ego can live amongst both worlds, it's very hard for it to succeed amongst all the light. At this time here on earth, we are conditioned to lead with our ego and not with our soul, disguised in a way to protect our hearts, yet we are only protecting our fears at the expense of hurting one another. When we surrender to the messages that shine from within the light of our soul, that we feel within our heart and can hear within our mind, we minimize the space for ego, the ego of ourselves and the ego of others. Do we ever surrender to the ego of others? Surrendering to the ego of others does not mean we give up. It does not mean that we stop defending ourselves or no longer stand up for what is light. In fact, it means quite the opposite. Yet being able to present what is light is done so with humility, respect, and grace that stems from complete compassion. Surrendering to ego means that we no longer choose to communicate from a place of fear and that we choose to communicate from a place of love. We choose to communicate with wisdom. We acknowledge and see the ego in others, but we choose to communicate with the soul. The heavens help us to see that we can heal our own emotional wounds by being able to recognize and see the pain in others, realizing that emotional projection stemmed from ego is not truth. Speaking from the soul is not always accepted with loving grace. Sometimes the response is met with a projection of ego. Sometimes when we receive messages from the ones we love that feel so honest and true, it triggers the pain amongst our soul that we have yet to face and embrace ourselves. How can someone else see and feel our pain when we have yet to embrace it ourselves? The unconditional love and compassion that lights their soul is speaking to yours. I am so eager and so excited to share this story that emulates just how we are all truly connected and how the heavens encourage us to remember the importance of sharing in wisdom together. The heavens remind us that for in order to truly feel the depths of love and compassion that resides amongst the light of our soul, we must share in it together. I recently moved and if you have ever moved, I am sure you may be aware of the distractions it can create and chaos that it can ignite until you truly feel settled in. What about emotionally too? Moving evokes feelings and memories we didn't quite realize were so present and attached to our heart. It forces us to face all the stuff we have compartmentalized. And regardless if we are happy or sad about the move, it's a change and what coincides with change is the shift in energy that exists and leaving what was once comfortable and now creating a new comfortable in a new space and new energy. And the minute that something goes a little awry or not as planned, the fear starts to creep in. So I was going over in my head the typical fears. Did we make the right move? Is this the right place? Will we feel adjusted here soon? Will we enjoy the area? How long will we be here? 
feeling a bit overwhelmed, I could feel my grandmother in spirit nudge me and say that it will all be okay and sort of gave me that feeling like get your butt a moving and get unpacking. <laughs> so I did just that. I decided to unpack a few things to help alleviate the unnecessary doubts and find comfort in the gratitude to be healthy enough to embark upon a new beginning. I walked into the empty room, which was to be my office, and I opened the empty closet door. I looked up and noticed something laying on the shelf. It was a happy birthday greeting card for a granddaughter. I felt my grandmother in spirit say, please read it. So I read the front of the card, and when I opened it, it wasn't addressed to anyone. So I continued to read the sweet messages on the card, and as I got to the end, I noticed the handwriting on the bottom of the card. It was identical to my own grandmother's handwriting in spirit, who was giving me that little nudge. And the message written to the granddaughter from her grandmother was wishing her good fortune and lots of love in her new journey. The card was signed, Love Mary, and it was not addressed to anyone. It was like the card was meant for me too. And if you know me, I love cards and I love to write. I was overwhelmed by how sweet the message from grandmother to granddaughter was and to know myself and my grandmother were able to share in on this precious and uplifting message was a true gift from above. I kept hearing the message from spirit to read it again and again and I found myself reading the part where it was signed, Love Mary and a feeling rushed over me of infinite nurturing love and compassion, the Blessed Mother. She is a mother to us all, whether we feel her here on earth or not, whether we believe in her here on earth or not, she will always protect your heavenly heart by surrounding it with her eternal glowing love. And that was the true message to be felt and to be shared. When we make a connection to God, to Jesus, to Mother Mary, to the angels, to our loved ones in spirit, through a dream, a vision, a feeling, a physical sign, through having a reading, what about when this connection happens and it was never even intentional? However it may be, when we open to this connection and allow ourselves to feel it amongst our heart and soul, it's hard to ever go back to how we felt before we experienced and welcomed this enlightenment. The comfort and peace that this brings to our heart and to our soul is so humbling that words could never truly describe. It's like having the ability to grow a flower within that is vibrant and bright and never dies. We must not be afraid of ourselves in order to feel connected to God. So you may be thinking, if God, Jesus, the angels, those whom love and guide us in spirit, if all these benevolent beings are one and holy, then who and what is responsible for the bad? Those whom choose or those who are deceived by, the ones who have chosen to overtake the light of God for their own power and desires, rather than share in together as one, is where darkness is born. Darkness can never overtake God. Darkness can never own your soul, so it tries to attack and bring down the light to feed its deceiving and selfish power. Nothing can ever separate us from God. It's when we try to separate ourselves from God that darkness exists. It's when we try to separate ourselves from the light of God, we are trying to separate ourselves from unconditional love and compassion by wanting control of the humble truth. When we lose faith in this simple truth that God is all-loving and enlightening, we create the space for darkness. Spirit teaches us that God is all-loving and forgiving, eternally and unconditionally. 
God is not controlling, condemning, or angry. God is not demanding. God is the light of our heart, spirit, and soul. God is our eternal guiding light. Do you see God? Just take a look in the mirror and you will see God. Do we see each other here on earth for our souls? We make it difficult to even see our own soul here on earth when we protect our ego and fears. Darkness wishes for you to protect your fears so that it can maintain control because it knows just how powerful the light is. We have the choice within the heavens to do the same or not, just as we have the choice to do so here. The angels, as well as those whom love and guide us in spirit, encourage us to use our free will choices for what is light. The messages that we receive from the light of the heavens will never surrender to the needs of our ego. These messages are what we need to hear, not always what we want to hear. We come here to heal, to grow, to evolve, and to flourish. Why do you think that darkness is trying so hard to interrupt that? Darkness disturbs peace and can only gain followers when we turn away from seeing our true light, our soul. Darkness does not want you to be in touch with your heart, spirit, and soul. Darkness thrives off the disconnect of using free will for what is good and holy. Darkness is like a chameleon that disguises itself as honest, pure, and helpful when it's fully aware of the corruption it creates. The light does not need to distinguish others to survive. Darkness does. The heavens remind us to forgive ourselves for the times we may have been played or deceived by darkness because throughout those very moments, God, the angels, and heavenly spirit never left our side, never gave up on us, and never stopped loving us. The souls who shine amongst the heavens see that we long for their connection, the understanding of God and the angels, and the meaning of our soul. The heavens long to assist us with their sacred wisdom as we walk amongst our precious soul journey, encouraging us to listen to and rely upon the wisdom that speaks to our heart, uplifts our spirit, and enlightens our soul. It's important to understand that the word faith does not stem from religion. We as human beings have created the association of faith being tied to or represented by religion, but faith is belief. We share faith amongst ourselves and by putting faith into one another. When we lose faith, when we lose trust, and we lose trust, we lose hope, making us feel lost and vulnerable, the spirits who wish to not walk with the light of God, because again, God is not controlling and God is not condemning, we continue to have choices when our soul returns to the spirit world in the heavens, so you are not forced to face yourself in the heavens if you wish to not grow. It's a choice. These spirits are the ones that make you feel off, uncomfortable, and scared. These spirits like to hang out closely to the earth rather than above amongst the light. Think about it. You never walk into a place and say, I feel like an angel was just in here. That is because the energy of an angel doesn't hover like darkness. It emulates and it shines. The spirits in the spirit world who wish to avoid the light can attach to us. That is when we see or feel things that are not loving and light. When connecting to spirit who is not our loved ones, it's so important to feel what the spirit feels like before listening to what they have to say. Spirit can feel different based upon the energy surrounding their soul. Just like how meeting people here on earth feels different. It's just like that with spirit. These spirits like to catch us when we are vulnerable because darkness cannot overtake the light. It tries to manipulate the light and it tries to deceive the light, 
but it will never be able to overtake the light. All spirit can live amongst both worlds, meaning here on earth and in the spirit world, because as we know, it's our souls that can go between both. So all spirit can see what is going on here on earth, even after they have departed physically. If you've ever felt this type of spirit and energy, it may have scared you away from wanting to feel or embrace your loved ones in spirit, God, the angels, Jesus, and the heavens. Connecting to the heavens, to God, the angels, and our loved ones in spirit who guide us does not feel icky or uncomfortable. It does not feel scary. It's extremely loving and comforting. Another reason why darkness does not want us to be connected to our heart, spirit, and soul is because when we are, we can weed out the difference between spirit very easily. Darkness preys on free will and trust. When we do drugs and drink alcohol, spirit can see we are open and vulnerable and not in control of our senses, and they like to pop in and attach themselves to us in those moments. If you were to feel this, you can call upon God, your angels, Jesus, your guardian angel, whoever you wish to call upon within the light and ask them to help remove this spirit from your energy. Remember, the heavens respect our free will choices. They cannot truly intervene without our permission to do so. That is why when we wonder why bad things happen so often and why God is not doing anything about it, God is surely doing something about it. But as a soul, we choose to live life here on earth to experience the ability to have free will as a human being. If everything was laid out exactly for us, we would not benefit from our choice to grow our soul through this form of life. Spirit who relish in darkness are never welcomed in your presence, and you can always ask them to detach from you. You are in control of your free will choices, and you are in control of your connection to your soul and to the light of the heavens. Our loved ones in spirit want us to live our truth, which is why they can provide us with loving guidance to help us along as we continue our soul journey here on earth. I recently met two very sweet souls, actually three, we can never forget spirit, and I had the pleasure of meeting with a mother and daughter duo who had a reading together, wishing to hear from the same loved ones in spirit. The mother receiving the reading was looking to connect to her mother, and the daughter receiving the reading was looking to connect to her grandmother, so that same woman stepped forward in spirit to connect to her girls. After addressing her girls, she quickly mentioned her grandson, who is her daughter's nephew, and she said, please, please tell him that I love him and that I accept him and that I am so sorry he waited to come out until after I passed. The grandmother in spirit was highlighting how her grandson felt he could not come out as gay until after she passed away because she would not have been supportive of him here on earth. The grandmother wanted to tell him that she was so sorry and that she is so very proud of him and wholeheartedly supports him. This is an example of how when our soul returns to the heavens and we choose to see our soul through the eyes of God, which is unconditional love and compassion, we see others for their soul as well. This grandmother in spirit loves her grandson so very much and truly was delighted to share with him that she fully supports who he is and his truth and that he does not have to hide his soul. When spirit knows that they can get a message passed along to a loved one who is still living here on earth, they will do so, regardless if that person is physically in the room or not. So although her grandson was not in the room physically receiving the reading, it was of high importance for her to have the messages passed along to him. 
Spirit teaches us how we find strength in forgiveness. We know how powerful it can be when we forgive someone, even if that means we do not allow that person back into our life. Forgiving someone does not necessarily mean you have to speak to that person in order to feel the act of forgiveness. We share compassion in forgiveness for ourselves and for others. Does the true act of forgiveness come with strings attached to it, or is it unconditional? What about when we forgive ourselves? Forgiveness is reflection, understanding, acceptance, and release. Being able to forgive ourselves is not always easy, but when we find the courage and strength to do so, it mends the fractures of grief amongst our heart and soul. We are always looking to feel more comfortable and to feel more at peace, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. The heavens are always eager and willing to provide us with the assistance that we need so that we may achieve that level of grace. We just have to be open to the light. Our soul is like a mirror of our past lives, present life, and future lives, as well as all of our time spent within the heavens. All of those precious moments are logged within our soul. When you look at another human being in the eyes, you are looking to their soul. You are looking at their past lives, their present life, and their future lives. Ultimately, you are looking at God. Why are we so afraid of good news? Has that ever happened to you? You may have been let down one too many times, and it created an empty space within your heart that even hearing good news feels too good to be true. We close ourselves off as a protection to fear, creating a doubtful outer shell, but our soul nudges us, reminding us of what lies beneath that fear and how the golden light in our hearts is what is connected to our feelings and what we feel when we know something is to be real. We can protect our hearts by being wise rather than being unkind to ourselves and to others. When our soul nudges us, we can feel it in our heart which results in feeling the nudge throughout our body and mind, emotionally, allowing us to interpret the true meaning of what we are really feeling. Spirit encourages us to recognize our feelings, to be open and honest to them, and how when we embrace our true self with humility and grace, we grow wiser in our heart, spirit, and soul. The angels and our loved ones in spirit are always trying to influence us to let go of our past fears and to encourage us to realize that just yesterday was a past life. We have grown and we have evolved since yesterday and tomorrow the cycle of growth will continue. So why should we carry these heavy burdens that cannot truly stop our eternal growth but act like boulders on our emotional backs? Think about little children when they come home from school and they run inside and they take their backpack off and sometimes they go backwards with the backpack because the backpack may be heavier than them. <laughs> but once they get the backpack off, they are home, they are excited, they are ready for their next adventure of the day. That's what it feels like when we let go of those past fears and those emotions that tend to weigh us down and forbid us from seeing the light and signs that are all around us. Have you ever been criticized in your life for your happiness? It takes strength and integrity to stand in your light, respectfully, compassionately, and with humility, especially when there are those around you criticizing you or hoping to tear you down. 
The heavens see how strong you are and how you do not have to shout or scream to be heard, and that by leading with your pure and honest light may sometimes cross the path of rain clouds, but it can never stop your shine. Many days can go by without a storm, but the sun will always rise. Spirit teaches us that we can find clarity and understanding of our emotional pain. We can find healing emotionally when we are able to see the pain in others. When we look to others with compassion, even if their words and actions are hurtful and wrong, we can see further into why they project pain, and we realize their projections are more about themselves rather than us. It doesn't mean that the actions and words of the other person are any less painful, but we can see more clearly as to why exactly it may be happening. Releasing the angst and confusion as to why someone we love or care about is hurting us in this way even strangers. We are not responsible for the compassion in others. We are responsible for the compassion we give to ourselves and share with others. No matter how far we wander, the angels will always encourage us to see the light of our chosen path. The angels are divine forces of light who help us to navigate the darkness on this planet and in the spirit world and help us to continue growing and evolving in the light. Release the pressure of how you feel you should see the angels and focus on how you feel the angels. The same is true with connecting to God and our loved ones in spirit. We communicate with the heavens by our eternal soul and we feel the messages through our heart and mind. When the angels speak to us, there is no background noise. The angels speak to us through our soul and we feel their loving guidance within our heart and we internalize it within our mind. The messages of the angels are like sweet lullabies, reminding us that each breath we breathe, we share in the life of love. Messages from the angels are like wind chimes. They sing a beautiful melody as they dance in the wind. No matter the pitch of the tune, the beauty always echoes in the wind. Embrace the feelings that are responses from the angels and listen to them. They will never let you down. Sometimes the melody is quiet and comforting, and sometimes the melody is motivating and direct. But no matter the message, what always remains true is the unconditional love and compassion that it derives from, the angels. Call upon the angels in your thoughts and prayers and be open to how you receive their love and guidance. Feel the messages that the angels lovingly present to you and embrace the gratitude that shines from within your heart and soul at their heavenly response. We cannot separate ourselves from the heavens, as God is the light that lives within our spirit and soul. This light is comprised of unconditional love and compassion. When we lose sight of this simplicity of light within ourselves and within others is when we feel detached. The angels are always whispering to us, reminding us of this very sacred truth of light within to guide us back to feeling whole and connected. The angels are always helping us to heal our scars. So what about our scars in heaven? Can spirit make amends in heaven? Absolutely. And spirit likes to let you know when they have. Spirit can make amends with those in the spirit world as well as with loved ones here on earth. It's a choice amongst both souls, just like it truly is here. We have the choice to be open to the messages from spirit here on earth or to not be. Think of how we say, rest in peace or... May their soul find peace when someone passes away. That comes from the understanding that our soul continues on and that there is the ability for our souls to make amends and to find peace. 
The heavens teach us to understand that our loved ones who love and guide us in spirit, divine angels, Jesus, Mary, God, will never encourage us to do something or say something that is not aligned with harmony and integrity for our sole purpose and the sole purpose of others. The heavens see all the challenges that we face each and every single day and know the strength and courage that it takes to breathe life here on earth. They remind us to not be fearful of ourselves and to be proud of who we are with humility and with grace. They encourage us to echo kindness, compassion, and gratitude so that it leaves reverberations around the world, to embrace ourselves so that we may lovingly embrace others, to be patient, understanding, and forgiving of ourselves. Every thought, every move, every action that we make is seen lovingly, even when we cannot see it that way ourselves because the heavens see our love and they see our pain and will always offer us the light of way to heal. So as you listen today, did you see yourself for the way in which God sees you? Did you have an image that came to mind? As we end today, one thing that we know for sure is that image of you looks a lot like love and truly resembles the light of God. It's time to shine your light. From the bottom of my heart, from all the love and compassion within my soul, thank you so much for listening.